and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Bree. And nobody's joining us today. It's just us. You're stuck with just us. us. (laughs) Happy Wednesday, everybody. Yes, happy Wednesday, everybody. (laughs) We're recording this Sunday, October 17th. Mm -hmm. We really wanted a fall chatty we both love this time of the year Mm -hmm. we have been hustling girl like Mm -hmm. i don't know august september and october so far have been a blur we've been hustling but we really wanted this so yeah we haven't had a chatty in a while you know (laughs) we haven't yeah we are not complaining the author interviews have been amazing yeah amazing i can't i still can't really believe that we have talked to like anybody wants to talk to us yeah <laughs> like we reach out and people say yes you and know then, and then some of them even want to talk to us a second time yeah. <laughs> it's just it's crazy <laughs> like we i was thinking about this this morning i was like we literally started this idea mm-hmm. we started what like january or february or february yeah it. it started with a book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we started it like, oh, we know our moms will listen. We yeah. figured Garrett will listen for GP. Like maybe when he's like in the garage fixing something. Since yeah. he only listens because he helps edit. Yeah. We didn't think anybody else was going to listen. <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> I mean, so shout out to everybody. Thank you so much for the support. Mm-hmm. We did not expect this no. to be what it is. But No, no. The amount of friends we've made, like connecting with other readers. It's oh, God, yes. Amazing, the the but... category readers who are coming out of the proverbial closet is just fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay to love these books. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and we had that one, it was a while ago at this point. I mean, what is even time? Right. I mean, I say a while ago and it's like, we literally started in March and it's still the same yeah. year. <laughs> but I mean, we had the one post... Um, I'm so sorry. I can't remember who it was. Again, it's a blur, but like she had never read category mm-hmm. before. And then she's like buying all these categories. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if we get one of those a year, I know. Like, that's, that's we what have matters. brought you to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. Uh, yes. <laughs> We're in October. Mm hmm. We love this time. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. Let's take a trip down memory lane. Oh, what I did love you as a kid? love about October spe- specifically or like the fall in general like I've, I, I've love always thing? loved it I just love that I'm one of those I love the changing of the seasons which is why I couldn't live like where you live there's no way I could live somewhere where it's like pretty much the same all year round I know that yeah. some people's jam it's not mine but just the smell like anyone else who is in a area where you'd get the change of the seasons you step outside at night and you can smell fall that yeah. makes you know it might you grew up in a in a in a in a northern type climate you know what i'm talking about yeah and you know there's that and then halloween i lived for halloween as a kid there was just something about dressing up and going trick or treating you know like it was just it was so much fun i can remember my dad having the red wagon and my brother and i he would dr- like pull us behind and we live in a great neighborhood <laughs> and people would decorate up their front lawns and we had to wear costumes over our snowsuits because it was that cold. Cold. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's how old I am, everybody. That's how old I am. <laughs> and my mom, shout out to my mother because what, like, that woman can sew. She used to make our costumes. There was no going really? to the store and buying it. Like, when I danced, she made all my dance costumes. 
And she made, I remember one year she made me a poodle skirt with like the crinoline underneath, you know, like the whole thing. And she made me a cheerleader outfit one year, Raggedy Ann one year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was amazing. What about you? Yeah. I just remember like being little in Missouri Mm -hmm. where we actually did get the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember my grandparents, they had three big trees like in their front yard. And so all the leaves would fall. Yes. And I remember getting those like Halloween trash bags with yes. like pumpkin faces and <laughs> it was just so fun to rake the leaves and now I, I think about it I'm like that was totally child labor yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun to like we'd first like rake them up and make these piles and then mm-hmm. you'd like run and jump in the leaves and then finally be like okay get serious you want to put the leaves in the bag and then you'd like set these you know yep. bags of leaves out in the yard like yep. little memories like that and I yeah trick-or-treating man was like mm-hmm. I was, because I was obsessed with Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus and the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. I think the Wizard of Oz still is my like favorite movie. So I was a witch every Halloween. And like you said, like you have to, it's, I think back on it, I'm like, it was so cold outside. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I'm a mom, I just, I think like, wow, my kids aren't getting that same experience. Mm -hmm. It's like the world has just changed so much. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I would be comfortable just like going up to people's houses anymore I know. and asking for candy. And I know I feel bad because like they're getting older and I'm like, they're not going to have those memories, but the world is just so different at the same time. And it's like from my generation to my parents' generation, like my dad used to always tell us that he would go with his, with his siblings and they would trick or treat when he was a kid. And he says, you would be given like homemade cookies or cut, you know what I mean? Like there's no way, there is no way in hell that would happen when we were kids, let alone now, you know, yeah. you wouldn't, but I mean, I remember our next door neighbor, he was amazing. We had, was it a friend's little girl? Yeah. A friend of mine, we took her daughter out cause we were in our twenties. So we were taking her out trick or treating and the neighbor used to sit on the front porch and he'd dress himself up and he'd scare people. That was his like thing, right? His shtick. <laughs> So we were walking up and the little girl, she was all freaked out. And I said, it's okay. I said, and I said it loudly. I said, Ron's not going to jump out at you like this, right? Like <laughs> letting him know. So we got up to the front door and the wife gave her the candy and everything was fine. And we turned around to leave and this hand reaches out and grabs the back of my jacket. And I swear to God, I lost 10 years off my life. <laughs> she, the little one runs screaming down the pathway and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> But there's just, it's that harmless, like, but I've never been one to do the, um, the haunted houses. I, that's not my mm-hmm. thing. I don't like to be scared that way. You know, like I don't like gore, but Garrett and I were actually talking here in Toronto. There's a ghost walk that okay. happens and it goes through like the university of Toronto and downtown. So we're talking about maybe doing it one weekend and over the next few weeks. You should. Cause Sarah. it's more of a history as well as, you know what I mean? And that's just totally, they go through the Dawn jail, like the old jail that we had up here where like people were executed and I'm just like, yes, this is what I'm here for. You should, (laughs) Sarah. Yes. Oh yeah. And I'll I'll come back and report back my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just, I love that October is like that one month of the year where everybody just kind of, well, people who want to kind of embrace 
the scarier stuff, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think of, I think of like horror kind of like romance, you know, it's, mm-hmm. so, it's like so emotional. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. It really is. And you know, to that point, cause I know there's not a lot of people who quote unquote celebrate Halloween, but like my sister-in-law and my brother there, they go to church and their church puts on like a trunk or treat. I think it's called mm-hmm. where they, yeah. they go to the church parking lot and all the cars. So at least the kids still get to experience it. And, and I, my niece loves it. She thought it was great. So, yeah. you know, shout out to that too, for them doing like a harvest type of, type of thing as well to acknowledge the season. I think I just try to celebrate it in small ways. And I mean, I don't know, to each their own. Mm-hmm. I think this year we're just going to, I've like, let's just bake a bunch of stuff on yep. Halloween night. I have bought a ton of candy. Mm-hmm. I've got some ideas of like, buying little Halloween buckets, just putting little gifts in there for the kids and mm-hmm. just calling it a day. I mean, like I said, times have changed. And yeah, yeah. You know, I, I want it to still be special. But I mean, I don't, I don't I'm not going to do the whole like door to door. It's a, it's a Sunday <laughs> this year. So yeah. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a couple bags of candy that I'll eat. Um, yeah, <laughs> stuff that I like being honest. Let's be real. <laughs> And I'll probably dress up because, you know, I have one or two black witches hats, whether they be everyday wear or Halloween wear. It doesn't matter. I have the black cat and I think I'm going to do right right beside me. And I think I'm going to hand out candy. I remember when my brother and I aged out of doing Halloween, like when my brother hit high school for a few years, my parents, we actually went to the movies on Halloween. My parents would turn off all the lights at the house. And we go to the movies, the four of us. And then yeah. my dad said one year, because my dad loved seeing the little kids. Like he loved, like, he just thought it was so cute watching them all. Like they'd be so shy and like, you know, they wouldn't say trick or treat. And my father would talk to them and, you know, and he just finally said, you know, all these neighbors did it for our kids. We're going to do Let's it for do everybody that. else's kids. So yeah. we stopped. Do- Whereas my mother could have cared less. She's just like, <laughs> I love my mother dearly, but she wasn't about that. She's like, if it were up to her, we would have like gone to Florida for Christmas, you know, just like, let's not even acknowledge it. Let's just go away. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, as God, a mom, mom, you know, it's a lot of work. Yeah. You yeah. know, buying the costume, handing out the candy, yada, yada, yada. You know, dads get the fun part, right? Yeah. <laughs> just get to walk and hang out. You know? <laughs> And I just loved that it was something that we we did back in the day as a family. Like my, yes. I remember my aunt would put all the kids in her van, and we would just like go to these different neighborhoods mm-hmm. that you really weren't in all of the time. And yeah, it was such a special. You time. knew what neighborhoods <laughs> kind of did the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you trade candy, like give me all the crunch bars, and I'll give you all the Skittles. I remember one year my brother's buddy showed up at the house after and they're like, hey, so-and-so over on this street is handing out comic books. And my brother's like, let's go. And then they went and they got them. And then they came back. They changed costumes and went back. Went back. I like it. I love it. The shysters. Another thing that we do, my kids are obsessed with the Great Pumpkin. It's oh, the Great yes. Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes. So, like, we'll break that out. <laughs> We've been watching movies like Asia and I and, like, mm-hmm. keeping track. So, like, I, I introduced her to, do you remember those Ernest movies? Like, Ernest. Oh, my God. Straight. Ernest Scared Stupid or whatever. <laughs> that movie freaked me Yeah, Ernest Goes to Jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Ernest P. Worrell. I watched it and there was this <laughs> there was this part of me that was like, okay, this is pretty good. But then it was a part of me that's like, as a parent, I have a lot of problems with, <laughs> with like these kids just hanging out with this old they guy. Man, yeah. <laughs> Like the stuff that we used to watch I know, as kids and I thought know. was just, you know. Yeah, no, <laughs> so. I, Pocus Pocus is a one every year for me. Um, a muck, a muck, a muck. And <laughs> uh, Practical Magic, the craft is one of my favorites. I mean, that's a 90s staple is the craft. Mm -hmm. Problematic as it may be. But I just saw on Disney Plus that it's, is it the Muppets Haunted House? And oh, I the Mupp watch Muppets it. Haunted Mansion? Oh, yeah, I watched this, it. We watched it. Was it good? It's, gone, it's more Gonzo. It's like Gonzo. Oh, I love Gonzo. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was fun. It was fun. Well, yeah, I love I the Muppets like Christmas it. Carol. So I'm like, give me Muppets Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, Hocus Pocus is one of those classics. Like, it's a classic. It really has stood the test of time. Like, what do you think it is about it? I don't know. It's just... It's so childlike, but it's one of those movies that both, like, the kids love, but the adults can also really appreciate. Regardless, like, it came out, what, how long ago? I don't even want to think about it. But I know yeah. when it came out, my mom and dad loved it, too. You know? Yeah. So, like, it's not like it's, like, a, a nostalgic thing for us. Oh, we watched this as kids, so as adults, we're going to love it. It's, you know, adults just love it in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a I think I was movie. sharing with you and Nicole last time we recorded like <clears throat> I was today years old like a month ago when I learned that his name was Thackeray Binks not Zachary <laughs> <laughs> I still, I'm like who names their kid Thackeray yeah. I'm like well who would have named their kid Zachary at that time <laughs> well wasn't um did I not hear somewhere that Hocus Pocus was like um a fan fiction to something Remember, did you read Halloween Boot when we read Halloween Boot? That's what it was. That's It was the other way around. Okay, I'm thinking it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. his I name was, was Zachary in yeah. that damn book. <laughs> That's why you were <laughs> so mad. <laughs> but Sarah Jessica Parker, to be completely honest, was my favorite character in that movie. Yeah, she <laughs> I was. loved it. There's just, I, I am a ditzy blonde, so I have a love for the ditzy blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, I, and I think that's why I, I loved the Sarah Spade book because who didn't have like this weird thing with the little sister and the black cat? And when he comes back to life, you're like, no, like stay around for when she gets older. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> it was the story of my heart. Like, yeah. thank you for giving me this because yeah. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> so weird. Like, he but comes it's so back good. and then he leaves. <laughs> You know, he's been dead for like hundreds of years. That's right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that they did that. Like, is it like a YA book? I haven't read it. I heard about it. I have heard that it is literally the movie. So if anyone listening has read the Hocus Pocus book that came out a couple of years, if Report we're wrong, back. let us know. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even like. I, I don't think I have an interest if it's like a, no, just keep yeah. the movie as the movie. Just keep the movie as the movie. There was, was it last year I saw it came up on Facebook. Someone shared it. There's the, uh, some photographer, professional photographer in the States. And she took these three little girls and dressed them up like the three sisters and Hocus and did this like photo shoot with them. It was unbelievable. I'll try and find it. If I can find it, we can maybe link oh, it in wow. this episode, but it was amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. I have heard, and it may be completely just a rumor. I've heard there's been talks of doing like a 
part two. Yeah. But like, what would we want from a part two? I'm not about the part two. Just leave things alone, please. I mean, because they went back to hell. Yeah, that'd be a creepy as hell. <laughs> is it a? Too. Is there another virgin lighting the black flame candle? Like, right. <laughs> what is the? What is the part two? Yeah. I don't know. I think because of the popularity, a lot of these things, they just want to jump off the popularity of it. And it's just like, those of us who grew up with it, it's just like, kind of leave it alone, please. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think what, when we were talking with Rowan Parrish, she made a good point. She's like, when we were kids and it came out and now we're adults. So mm -hmm. it's like, we're the ones working in Hollywood and making movies of and course. stuff. And it's kind of like. Well, I loved this as a kid, so let me let's it. redo like, it. <laughs> I, I wonder. I want because didn't they redo the craft? Did they they did redo show? the craft. I did haven't watched the redo. Love? I will again. I'm nostalgic. The first one was yes, Classic. it was problematic, but my god, that movie was great. Yeah, like I don't really need to watch the new one. <laughs> you know, like I think because the time the craft came out, witchcraft and stuff was becoming very big just in popular culture in general so it just kind of went with the time you know what i mean and then i noticed they redid i know what you did last summer oh they yeah, remade that. yeah but it's a mini series now or something yeah. like i'm like okay i get it sure why not yeah <laughs> I, no, don't, no, I don't no, know no. <laughs> but those scary movies too like those i've only i'm not a huge fan of those like scary movie you know I've watched them all once, but I did like the spoof ones. What were the spoof mm -hmm, ones? Yeah. With the Wayan Brothers? Those were hilarious. Scary, scary movie. Was it Scary Movie? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, those were hilarious. The Scream franchise is what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was the original. Yeah. 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 Scary Movie. I thought were just hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Such poor I'm taste, to... but hilarious. I am. I think I looked on Amazon because Asia really wants the Scream DVDs and they are really hard to find. Really? So I looked on Amazon and they're putting out i think the first four mm -hmm. in like a week at this point so i'm gonna i'm gonna get them for and i'm like i hope you're ready because we we watched i know what you did last summer and i was like oh shit i forgot this is actually kind of scary it is <laughs> it is it's like slasher movies so i'm like good luck with scream girl i've watched them i don't think i need to watch them again. but again it's a general gener a generation thing like when they came out it was around the time probably shortly thereafter that like the fear street books were big mm -hmm. so i can absolutely see how like those were like movie versions of like the fear street books you know what i yeah. mean like yeah like i think about scream the first one the one that had the guy who played shaggy in the scooby-doo yes, the, the, the blonde haired guy yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. that he was the murderer and yeah it was violent but it wasn't graphically violent yeah. at least from what i remember but the oh, Sarah, though, but that scene with Drew Barrymore in the beginning. Yes, oh, have to gosh, say. her parents pull up. It's I know embedded in my mind. I, I can't unsee it. <laughs> and, no, not Drew. And I remember my best friend and I watching it together, and it was Skeet Ulrich. He was mm -hmm. the killer. Was it spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Scream? Yeah, he was. The, he was the one of the killers, I think. But at the end, he's like covered in blood, and he still got the knife. I remember my best friend looking at me, going, "I'd still do him." I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> kids of the 90s understand <laughs> yeah i mean i will say that is a series that like every movie was good oh god yeah every Absolutely. movie was good and that's why like when i hear oh they're gonna make a new one i'm like i don't know like yeah if it if it's a series it's kind of like i love those movies jeepers creepers mm -hmm. all of them except for this last one mm -hmm. the first two i was like 
are are fantastic. We don't need any more. So then they mm. do the third one, and I'm like, this kind of sucks. You should have just left it alone. <laughs> you just left it alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. so you have started a new project that I want to plug here on the podcast. Because you're a sweetie. Do you want, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> so for anyone who knows me, knows I'm a crafter, if you follow my Instagram, I'm a knitter, I'm a cross-stitcher. So I have something now called um, a floss tube channel. That's the YouTube name for people who discuss cross-stitch. So uh, it's called Tea and Stitches. And I just recorded, as of us talking right now, recorded my seventh episode. So that's going to go up today. So they're about a half an hour long. I kind of show off my crafty stuff. And yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. I just, I have a feel. I mean, we talk about the knitting circle all the time. That's I right. just have a feeling that we have listeners who are very crafty. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted you to plug it. And in YouTube, and I know you were the one to mention this to me when we were talking, YouTube... For anyone who's not on YouTube or isn't familiar with the YouTube algorithms, they want you to stay in your lane, like very much Mm -hmm. so. So like what I used to do when I like I still do my booktube videos where I talk about books, of course, that I would show my crafting there. But that would never get like non-crafters like crafters would never be drawn to my videos because my videos were meant to be about books. So I really wanted a place just to talk about the crafting with other crafters. So that's why I did it. So when did you start your booktube channel? It's been a long It'll time. It'll be six years in January. Okay. Let's talk about long-term content creation. <laughs> How do you, because I've started and stopped twice now mm-hmm. with YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, what What have you learned from that experience it's with the booktube specifically? Yep. I feel like you have always stayed true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's but the like, thing. Has it changed your reading any? Oh, yeah. You know, what have you learned from this experience so far? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Like, the thing is with BookTube and the thing that you've got to realize going into something, going into a social media platform is that chances are you're never going to be the next big thing. I mean, the amount of people who are. So as long as you go into it thinking this is just something I want to do for fun. And essentially, when I started, there were very few people on BookTube talking or on YouTube talking about romance novels specifically category specifically and i can Uh, i feel like there's still very few people talking about so it's you it's me and i think a couple handful of other people but (laughs) the thing is at the beginning i was like you you feel like you might need to play the game you and i have talked about the game before right to talk to other people to do the certain things that other people are doing but at the end of the day this is my hobby And I'm not going to do something that doesn't make me happy. So I just pretty much do what makes me happy. I don't have the hugest number of subscribers. I love the little circle that I have, the people who watch me, who comment regularly. We know each other. We are our people. And they get it. And I read a variety of different books. I think that's the other thing. Like Mm -hmm. that in one way, it's a hindrance because... People might come to my channel being like, oh, I want to expect her to read just romance, but I don't. I read, you know, cozies. I read historical. I read blah, blah, blah. But then on the other hand, it's like, oh, but she also reads this, this, and this. So I don't know. For longevity, at the end of the day, as long as you enjoy doing it, keep doing it. That's the way I look at it. As soon as you no longer enjoy this, it's time to stop. And I think that just goes in life. You know, as long when it stops being fun, unless it's work. Because, you know, you need to pay your bills. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. But for hobbies, because like, you know, Brie, years, this is not my first foray onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I started a knitting podcast that I ran for four years. And as soon as it stopped being fun is when I stopped. You stopped. Yeah. Because it, because that comes out in your videos. 100%. You can see when people are forcing it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? I love seeing that you're not the only one out there in the Wild West anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron is doing his category journey. Yes. And vlogging. And it's just so fun because literally like every chapter he gives you an update. I know. I think it's, it's so delightful. It's, <laughs> it's so fun to see. And Nicole and Jin Jin do like they, you know, they're Julianne Lindsay project yes. project who obviously writes, you know, romantic sus- intrigue. Intrigue. Romantic she writes for the novels. intrigue line. So you're not there by yourself, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, who knows? I like we We joke all the time. Like there's probably some closeted <laughs> category readers. <laughs> but I remember like I've gone back because I've looked at doing like videos where like I revisit old videos that I've done. So I've watched a couple of my original ones, which guys is painful. It's painful for me. But anyway, <laughs> I remember doing one where I was talking about the books I was going to read that month. And I remember holding up a couple category books. And in my mind, being specifically excited about reading these, but I know that as I came off on that video, it was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to kind of read these too. You know, as yeah. if I was talking about something that wasn't, you know, And I remember one of my most specific memories of doing videos is that I talked about a book called, I think it was called To Love a Cop, and it was a special, a super romance book, maybe by Janice K. Johnson, I'd have to look. But I remember talking about how much I love that book, and I had a viewer come after me, like, came after me. It's a category. It's a piece of crap. And I think that was my turning point to go, no, these are not. And that's when I really started saying, I'm not going to BS anymore because these books are good yeah that was a turning point for me you know like so thank you to whoever the hell that viewer was who decided (laughs) to come after me with a pitchfork because (laughs) it made me realize that why am I hiding this I shouldn't be embarrassed about this I'm happy to read these you know perfect segue I think that's why we're here that is why we read we read a book that we really effing loved Mm -hmm. and we're like we should talk about these so that people know that the, you know, these books are great. That's right. They're not just throw away your grandmother's reading. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we are at this point, almost 70 episodes in. Sarah, Lord. we were, we were talking like before we had 50 episodes, like we should do something for 50, which technically we did. We had the queen, Melinda Curtis. On, Melinda, so. thank you, Melinda. What a wonderful way to celebrate 50, right? but- what have you, how, what do you, what are your thoughts on our experience so far? Oh, Where I'm loving come? this. This is, this is my dream come true. I'm not kidding. Like this is legitimately, I have loved these books for over 20 years and just the joy of being able to share them with one of my best friends, you, but to also be able to actually talk to authors. Like you have no idea in our minds as readers, these people are rock stars. You know, like these people are like famous, like in my mind, like, you know what I mean? To, to, to some people, this is, this is like this to me, this is celebrity. And this has just been, it's, if, if it all fell apart tomorrow, no regrets. This has been absolutely amazing. And I wouldn't change a second of it because it's just been a joy. Yeah. I think we've learned a lot. That too. We've learned so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I say this all the time as readers, 
it's kind of hard to not walk through the world with like 10 stories in your head at uh-huh. least. Mm-hmm. And I was never that girl that was like, oh, I want to be a writer, which again, I was thinking about this this morning while I was walking. I'm like, we just had our episode with Kit Hawthorne. Yep. That released at this point last week, listeners. And she knew in like fourth grade she mm-hmm. wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. But then we have writers who are like, who was it? Rachel, Th- Rachel Thomas, mm-hmm. who gave herself the goal. She was like 38 at the time. By the time I turn 40, I want a book written. Mm-hmm. I think that that, I mean, obviously that is, that's me, like mm-hmm. in my 30s. And it's like, well, maybe I could do this. And I don't think I would have ever connected the dots mm-hmm. or realized it's something that's actually achievable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had we not done the podcast. We've talked to so many women that yeah. were like in their careers, like mm-hmm. big, powerful lawyers, mm-hmm. women that are like staying home, homeschooling their kids. And mm-hmm. at some point we're like, I can do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, no, you're at, cause I was one of those people like right from like, like you said, the fourth grade, I knew I wanted to write, but I never did anything with it. I guess in my brain, it was too hard. There's no way mm-hmm. I'm ever going to be good enough. And you doubt yourself. But the more you talk to these authors, the more you realize, oh, they doubted themselves too, but they still yeah. did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what the shining light for me has been as as a potential writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I still have that imposter syndrome. Oh, like, hell yes. who the hell do I think I am? But like kind of like we've talked about <clears throat> offline, like you're not going to reinvent the wheel. No. But it, it's your voice. Like your voice is what matters and your story that you want to tell is what exactly. matters. And exactly. I think that's what, you know, matters mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What have you been reading this oh, October? God, I've been reading all the things. Um, <laughs> you have. <laughs> I've read the Pythora this month. Um, I read a, I read Mexican Gothic, which if anyone knows me knows is like, what? You read what now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I keep hearing people talk about this book and it's supposed to be scary. I think I'm going to read it. If I had <laughs> known going into it, some of the stuff that was going to happen, I don't know if I would have read it. However, I'm glad I read it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. glad I didn't know, you know? So yeah. it was, it was, I don't want to get into it. It's a very gothic, hell, hello, it's called Mexican Gothic. It's a very gothic type story set in the 50s and creepy house, weird family, some stuff's happening. That's all I'm really going to say. I, listening to you talk about that, it makes me think of when we buddy read Verity. Oh God, I hated Verity. (laughs) But you hated Verity. I'm sorry if Colleen Hoover ever hears this, I apologize profusely, but God, Verity was a piece of crap. (laughs) I saw Verity in the bookstore recently, Mm. Barnes and Noble. I was like, okay, Barnes and Noble, they're they're picking up some more. Yeah, we were very polar opposites for Verity, weren't we? (laughs) Because you loved it. You and Chloe thought it was great. I can see why people hate that book. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a woman, there are scenes in that book that were like, I can't believe she's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those books where it, once she introduces you to the character and you know she's a little off her rocker, you're like, <laughs> of course, of course this crazy woman would do this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I think part of it too for me was coming off of another Colleen Hoover that I really didn't like either. So yeah. that was part of my bias people tell me to try one more time. I'm like, third time's a charm, you know? Any listeners yeah. out there who have a Colleen Hoover book to recommend to me, not maybe someday because that was also a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I've read, I read Verity and I read Layla. Mm-hmm. Layla. 
and I think I'm good. Like yeah. those are my thing. I I November nine is one I want to try. Mm-hmm. I've heard that one's mm-hmm. supposed to be interesting, so we'll see. I'll get there. But yeah, no, it 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 had those same elements, but it was just Mexican Gothic was just. But there were I have to fair warning without giving anything away. There are some scenes in that book that literally made me feel like I was going to be sick to my stomach. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it wasn't horror in terms of something like a Saw movie where it's blood and guts and gore, but it was just, there were a couple of that kind of made me go, okay, I got to put this aside for right now. <laughs> I need to take a breather. Was it like, was it like shock values? It was a shock value thing. I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to give away what it was, but I think anyone who's read the book might know what I'm talking about. Cause I mentioned that in my video when I did my review for it and uh, Anita over to Anita reads messaged me she's like was it this scene i'm like yes she goes same thing for me so it's clearly <laughs> something that <laughs> but, I mean, so we good. both read uh, we also both read the x hex by Erin that was Sterling. so cute yes yes <laughs> i'm loving the witchy books we're getting this year. right yeah that one was adorable i love the talking cat i love Sir the Percival. talking cat. i love the cover i love like them writing on the <laughs> I have not been reading like I just knew okay this October I'm gonna read all the like paranormal romances and I've read a couple but Sarah you know how it is I mean we literally started getting Christmas books in August I know I have so many and I'm like if you don't start now Mm -hmm. Christmas is gonna come and go and it'll be like just added to that stack of Christmas books you didn't get to last year. Exactly, so exactly. I'm I'm trying to find the balance, but we get so much Christmas. I know. It's I know. It's I've listened listened to I've read one Christmas book this month. The Katie Richards, Missing at Christmas. Katie I just finished that one. And I'm working on the third book in that series, um, Christmas Day to Breach. So yeah. but to be fair, it's not really Christmas. Okay, not heavy on the Christmas. No, it's not. It's not, which is fine. I, I mean, it's fine. The story is amazing. Spoiler alert, because there's something coming later on this month. I gave it five stars. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Because at the Sarah. end of that book, the princess does not need the prince to save her. That's all I'm going to say. That is a true Katie Richards book. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So let's just go through some stuff we read. So we read the X-Hex around this. You read it first and finished it. And then I read that. Yep, yep. And then I read it after you. And then I read Witch, Please, which is by Anne Aguirre. I haven't read that And I liked it. Mm -hmm. It did go kind of off the beaten path. (laughs) I wasn't expecting. (laughs) I was like, I I don't know what's going on here. But you know what? And we, okay, so spoiler alert for an episode that's coming out we talked with author tracy douglas yesterday Mm -hmm. and we talked a little bit about paranormal and i was thinking about this book which please because while it went in directions i wasn't expecting and all of that it's really about the the character is obviously a witch she Mm -hmm. fought she falls in love with a human the grandmother they call them they call us mundanes okay And Muggles? it's a really it's the grandmother the, the relationship is forbidden because she's a witch he's a human and the grandmother's like do you know how they how they have historically treated us like mm-hmm. we've been executed like they've done so so many wrong things to us so it's really kind of like 
almost like a race mixing story and how like the old generation's like, no, 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 we don't Mm -hmm. do this. And like makes up all this crap about why you shouldn't be with this person. And then like the kids grow up with, oh, if you get with a human, you lose your magic. I mean, this isn't a spoiler listeners. Um, And then the the heroine finds out like, yeah, that's just kind of what you tell people so that we color inside the lines and don't do this kind of thing. So it had this real like we were when we talked with Tracy Douglas like paranormal romance is able to kind of tackle some of that stuff under that guise of it being paranormal and I thought that that book was like the perfect example of that so if y'all see it it has a cute cover and that's the other thing they all have such cute covers (laughs) they do (laughs) but like you and I talked about like I would like to see it more with without the magic just a woman who yep you know practices whatever she practices in like real life and take the magic and it's not the it. wiggling of the nose or the spark shooting from the fingers because believe yeah. me if i could get woodland creatures to clean my house i would <laughs> <laughs> i would love a black cat that talks <laughs> but i know this one over here treats treats <laughs> And then I went ahead and read um, Pumpkin Patch Sweethearts by the great Sasha Summers. And that book was all the fall feels. Oh my God, the fall feels. Like she has a list of these are the things that we do every fall. We do pumpkin picking. We go apple bobbing. We do this, that, the other thing. And it's like a single dad and this quirky woman. And I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. You need to read it. I'm saving that one, I think, for like the first week of November. There you go. <laughs> when now, it kind of feels fallish here. <laughs> I haven't read the first one, which takes place at Valentine's Day, I think she said. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read that one in February. So I'm reading them backwards, but that's okay. It's that's fine. Again, it is a Hallmark movie in a book. It was so Yay. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I read The Christmas Fix-Up by Barbara Ankrum, which I think is a Thule book. I think it's a Thule book. Um, And it is kind of paranormal-ish, but it's paranormal light. The heroine is a guardian angel. She's like the hero's daughter's guardian angel. Mm -hmm. And the council, you know, they basically tell her like the mother dying was a mistake. And you need to go to Earth and help him find somebody. And you have like seven days. Mm-hmm. But of course, in romance, for romance purposes, they fall in love. Of course. But he, he doesn't know she's an angel. <laughs> it's, Could be it that's, a, a, that's a long distance relationship right there. <laughs> a long distance relationship. <laughs> but you know what? I was just like, man, this is such a happy book. It had me oh. in a really just happy mood. So yeah, yeah shout yeah. out to Barbara Ankrum. The book is fantastic. And I think it's out now so it is out now yeah yeah add it to your tbrs listeners oh yeah <laughs> and then i've been reading a bunch of cozy mysteries i read um my favorite one though was um the cider shop rules by uh the aforementioned julianne Lindsay, who also writes for the intrigue line and it was great it takes place actually the day after halloween and then leads okay. up to american thanksgiving so like and i think that that's another forgotten part of time it's like you it's are, halloween yeah, and right. it's thanksgiving but there's like a month in between <laughs> So while there is a murder, um, because it's a cozy mystery, there's also a romance in there where, you know, she's kind of in love with the cop, which is usually the way these things go in these cozy mysteries. But then the cop's brother shows up and she thinks he's pretty good looking and he takes her out on a date. And there's all this like 
oh my, you know, scandalous. But they're delightful. I mean, I love Julianne Lindsay's writing. I, there's a reason Nicole and Jen Jen are doing like this whole series on her books. So yeah, I recommend this one. Even though it's third in the series, it's still, just go ahead and pick it up and read it as it is. Just pick it up, listeners. Just, life is too short. I mean, not that you wouldn't enjoy the first two books, but if there's one you specifically want to get to for the reason that it's fall or Christmas, just go ahead and read it. You can backtrack and read the others later. I've been reading a lot of Christmas and here we are. It's only October. I, I read Jingle Jammies by Robin oh, yes. Neely, another Thule. Like shout out to Nikki. She's the mm-hmm. publicist with Thule. And Thank she's you, Nikki. been, you know, she's been keeping our Kindles busy Hello. <laughs> and full. Hello. And I liked this one because the hero in it is a pajama maker like biz- business guy like okay. he designs and creates these pajamas and literally like his latest design catches on fire <laughs> so, and the influ- the influencer that was like modeling for him for instagram was like she's the daughter of the head of the company that he works for she's mm-hmm. like one of those like you need to go home and immerse yourself in christmas get re-inspired and that's one of my kinks i mm-hmm. love when somebody needs to immerse themselves mm-hmm. in christmas And so he doesn't listen to his mom when she says, don't take this road, come this way. And he ends up on the side of the road. And the heroine is like a tow truck driver repair. Like she helps her dad with his like repair business. Yeah, yeah. And so that's how they meet. And it's one of those like getting re-inspired, connecting back with the holidays. And I just thought it was so sweet. So that's another one, y'all. Add it to your holiday TBRs. I know some people are like, I don't start reading Christmas books until after Thanksgiving. (laughs) I totally get it. This one needs to be on there. It's Jingle Jammies by Robin Neely. It was so good. Yeah, no, my 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 Christmas will be coming in December. I've been reading a couple. I've been reading a couple, but mine is December. You know that. December, I read nothing but holiday books. Because <laughs> and then by December twenty sixth, I'm like, all right, I'm good till next year. <laughs> <laughs> you do so good. You're so disciplined. <laughs> I really am. I really am. Oh yeah. Well, I also read for the first time. No, I read it as a kid. My dad read it to me. But as an adult, I actually read Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass this month because yeah. there's the um, the booktube event, Victober, to read Victorian. I was going to read Wuthering Heights and I messaged I was about to ask you, And I'm like, no, I'm not getting to Wuthering Heights this month. I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Maybe next year. But I did read Alice in Wonderland. And to be honest, reading it as an adult, if I was not familiar with the movie, I would have been like, what the hell is going on here? Because this is an acid <laughs> trip for kids. Like, this is just... <laughs> There's no plot to it, really. There's really no plot to it. She wanders around through Wonderland talking to disappearing cats and pot smoking, you know, like caterpillars. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole basis of the story. Through the Looking Glass, though, has a bit more of a plot to it. But um, I'm glad I read it. I really, really am glad I read it. I Would I reread it? No. But I'm glad I read it. See, the movie, well, the Disney movie. <clears throat> yeah. The, the animated. Not Disney that Tim movie. Burton nightmare that came out. No. Right. <laughs> Is such, I think, I mean, it was like one of my favorites it's growing my favorite. up. I think just because it was like so weird. Like I loved the smoking caterpillar. Right? With <laughs> yeah, I think that was honestly like, and chasing the rabbit. But I'm like, okay, knowing that it was adapted off of the book. Like what was the kind of theme of the book? Do you feel? I haven't read it. Both, both books are Alice's is having a dream. That's both books are her dreaming. One, she goes down the rabbit hole into Wonderland, and the other one, she walks through a mirror into, you know, the looking glass, through the looking glass. Yeah. 
So I was pre- pretty much like there's a great introduction. The edition that I have is the 150th anniversary Penguin Classic. And there's this great bit in the beginning talking about Lewis Carroll writing these stories for these friends, kids, essentially. And one of the little kids was named Alice. Okay. And it was just nonsense. That's what it was meant to be, was just pure nonsense. Okay. But the one thing that I got a kick out of, I didn't realize till I had read both books, the Cheshire Cat appears on like two pages of the entire both books. But yet he is like one of the most well-known characters in that movie. In the movie. Right? Yeah. Like I have a mug of him sitting beside me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he appears on two pages. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because like hearing when we were talking about it the other day, I'm like, usually fairy tales mm-hmm. have some type of moral mm-hmm. or like capture something in society for kids or whatever. So it's like, well, what the hell was the point of Alice in Wonder? Alice is just nonsense. Just, just nonsense. It's okay for kids to dream. Maybe I laughed. I was looking at reviews of it afterward, and I Olive over to Book Olive. She read it and reviewed it, and she said her husband called it uh, a David Lynch movie for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like spot on, spot on. <laughs> Again, glad I read it though. <laughs> Shout out to Disney for, you know, turning that turd into <laughs> some still, gold. Still my favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I love that one. And I I think that one in Brave. I love Merida. <laughs> the other, my second favorite is The Little Mermaid. And it's only because of the music. Yeah. I could listen to that soundtrack all day long. But you don't like the actual movie? No, I like the movie of The Little Mermaid. But I'm much like, I, I think I like it because of the soundtrack. Of the, the soundtrack, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember as a kid watching the original, like, they had, it wasn't a Disney movie. It was probably done in Japan, but it was a Little Mermaid, but it ended the way that it was, that it was supposed to end, not the way that it was Disney-fied, where she dies. Mm-hmm. And it's creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone else remembers that from the 80s, it was creepy. <laughs> oh, Disney. He's and just, no singing you know. crabs and no singing fish. <laughs> no under the sea, okay? Under the, like, kiss the girl. There's just something about that song. <laughs> I will say, like, Ursula was my favorite villain for right? the longest. <laughs> there are... Who does those books? Is there not an author that does, like, kind of, like, they're more erotic, but it's like... Katie Roberts. That's right. It is Katie Roberts. Okay. Or Katie Robert. <laughs> Katie Robert. I don't know if I can read it though. Maybe one day. Maybe, Maybe one, one day. day. <laughs> Next Halloween, you and I'll read the see which one. <laughs> we'll buddy read it. <laughs> Anything else good you've read this month? Well, the one that I haven't been able to stop talking about or thinking about was Blush by Jamie Brenner. So mm. if anyone sees this one, I loved it in a lot of ways. It's it's so weird how you'll read a book and it's like a book for book lovers and you get introduced to somebody and then you realize how big of a deal they were. So mm-hmm. she talks a lot about Jackie Collins and Judith Krantz. Judith Krantz. So Jane Ann yep. Krantz. I okay. Think yeah. She talks a lot about them, like that whole era that they were writing yep. in. And it's a generational story, grandmother, her daughter, and then the the, the granddaughter. And the granddaughter is a college I think she's going for a PhD and she's been struggling with her dissertation. And another one of those where the professor's like, you need to take a break mm-hmm. and like re reevaluate this. And she's very, very feminist, right? Like Susan Sontag, like those types of authors. And while they're at this, their family mm-hmm. vineyard, she is in the grandma's library and finds out the grandma used to have this book club where they would read like 
Jackie Collins novels and um, basically how, you know, her Mm -hmm. idea of feminism is like this, like, you know, as for a writer, oh, I only read this, but she finds herself, her professors, like, you need to really think about why you spent your entire summer hooked on these novels. Cause her professor's like, those are classics. And she's Mm. like, ma'am, are you sure? And she's like, uh, yeah, you need to look at how much money they made and how Mm -hmm. many women read them. Like you need to reevaluate your stuff. So I loved it. I I gotta check that one out. I kind of think, I mean, it's set in the summer because it's like wine stuff, but there's something like really cozy about it, y'all. So, Mm. I mean, I think it would be like a good fall I'll have to add that one to my ever-growing. I keep saying fall, and I know that we have like Sarah from Mills. Sarah loves Mills and Boone, who's in Australia. Happy spring. It's like like spring for Sarah. Happy spring, (laughs) you guys. Enjoy it. (laughs) Well, it's been so fun to just... Yes, I've missed doing these. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) They're coming back, listeners. We promise. We promise. We, we, We happily got a lot of great authors to talk to, and we wanted to give them their due. Yeah. We wanted an epic fall and holiday season, and it's kind that's of, what we got. Yep. <laughs> it's definitely happening, but yeah, I can't believe we're like almost 70 episodes in. I know. In this thing. And we're mm. already prepping for January. I mean, January's already full. Yeah, we've got <laughs> January planned already. And we're going to be making some appearance on a few other podcasts, which we're very excited about. We are. We are. Yeah. We yeah. are. So We'll keep you all updated on that, too. Let us know, listeners. I mean, is there a category book? It can be Harlequin, Thule, Entangled, Silhouette, one of the old series that's no longer with us. Is there a book you would like to hear us read and talk about? Is there a line? I know we did the deep dive into like Temptation and Blaze and, uh, you know, do you want us to do another one of those where, you know. Or just I a, love that episode. That I love. So I listen to it all the time. It's like a comfort episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're you listening know, to us, but <laughs> I mean, we're we've got some great authors coming on the podcast in the new year. It's gonna slow down a bit. Like we've been kind of doubling up to you know catch up essentially because we didn't want to have anybody wait until the new year to have their episode come out. But you know we're gonna kind of go back to a couple episodes a week in the new year. But we're always open to suggestions for anything that you guys want to hear from us and if there's any authors listening who want to come on and if you just want to come on because you got a new book coming out you don't want to do a full author interview that's cool you just want to come on for 15 20 minutes and talk about your new book please 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 yeah (laughs) just let us know i know that we were talking about that so (laughs) yeah we have one of our legit rock stars oh god i cannot wait in a couple (laughs) weeks like we'll talk to her in a few weeks yes it, like I'll be dead in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll be giving Brie the smelling salts. <laughs> well, I, I just I think that while this author doesn't write category anymore, I just feel like we can't have this podcast without her on it because she was in it, you know. And who didn't she write for? I mean, like she and her she's... imprint is everywhere. And now you know she's such a rock star and just. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, this is the Categorically Romance podcast, but to talk to her, someone who back in the day was in the thick of it, like you said, and, you know, to talk to someone who has been in publishing for this long, this is just going to be a treat. I mean, everybody's a treat to talk to, but, I, you know, yeah, this is the icing on the cherry on the cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, it, 
I think it's important for us to have those voices. Yeah. You yeah. never know what could happen, you know? And mm-hmm. this is, I mean, we're talking duets and temptation and plays and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what love swept Sarah? Like, I don't yeah. even know what shout series out, did shout it. Shout out to anyone who might know who we're talking about. <laughs> you probably figured out because we're like total fangirls. That's right. <laughs> I literally binged an entire series by this author in January. <laughs> yes, you did. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And then I was like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> I felt so bad. Like, who takes a break from this author? But, but yeah, we talk about it all the time. You're like, I can't read like back to back. I'm not a back to back series reader. I can't do it. I need breaks in between. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> you loved it. <laughs> yeah, I was hooked. Yeah, and were. all I all of the audiobooks were available. So, oh yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, it. audio was king. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if you guys you all have probably noticed we've been like doubling up on Saturdays. Like Sarah said, we just, we had, we had the bright idea. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to see, we did have a couple of authors reach out to us, which Mm -hmm. we screamed. Okay. When people, Mm -hmm. when we get those messages of like, Hey, I'd really like to come on the podcast. Like we scream, Mm -hmm. like somebody Mm -hmm. wants to talk to us. I know. So we had the bright idea of like, let's put a call out and see if anybody has a holiday book and they want to come on. And Mm -hmm. Yet again, like when we started the podcast, we didn't think anybody was going to listen. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We thought maybe we'd get three responses. Just shout out to like Anna J. Stewart from yes, Heartwarming. You. She was like, I got you, girls. I'm mm-hmm. sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her. Uh, we we are total Anna J. Stewart fangirls. Mm-hmm. Um, but the response was amazing. And like Sarah said, like we didn't want anybody like waiting months, you know, mm-hmm. like we know what that's like where we've like been guests on other people's podcasts and it's like six months later you know, you're like waiting on the episode especially so, when these authors have books coming out we yes. want to plug that right we want to we want to like put it out mm-hmm. at, at a time where you can possibly go ahead and go to the store and get mm-hmm. it or what have you so mm-hmm. that's i mean but that's going to calm down really soon i think mm-hmm. we're like through kind of the thick of it it's mm-hmm. been amazing but yeah i, I just uh, going forward we have some really exciting stuff coming up and i think like Sarah said, we're going to be slowing it down a little bit more, just, you know, with what we're doing and enjoying it. To say that right now, if you are a a category author, Harlequin, Thule, Entangled, who has a book coming out February or March 2022, and you want to be on, please hit us up on Instagram or email us or whatever. I just need to quit my day job and win the lottery just so I can stay at home. Oh, I saw this great meme the other day. It said, I am like, what did it say? Something like I am on track to complete my TBR by my 521st birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like every time like a box from the publicity team from Harlequin shows up, I'm like, well, there's three books and then I'll like check my Kindle and I'm like, well, Nikki from Thule just uh, sent me five Christmas yeah. books. <laughs> I'm like, how many unhealthy Red Bulls does a girl got to drink for an all nighter? free? <laughs> oh but it's it's a great problem to have (laughs) it's so fun though yeah Mm. i mean especially this time of year with the with the holiday books yes we're all about it yeah reading through them i mean like i didn't even mention like 12 dates of christmas by laurel greer which another book we have an episode with with laurel she was a delight it's just such a life softener a mood brightener Mm -hmm. you know 
So yeah, wait, com- coming soon in December, Brie and I, you're going to hear us gush all the things holiday. Yes. Come December. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be doing another one of these. And and we're definitely thinking of like a 12 days of category or something like that. So yes. Just, we're thinking you know, about a little read-a-thon, read-along. Let, let us know. I mean, if you have some holiday categories you haven't gotten to that you'd like to dust off, if you're mm-hmm. interested in doing that, let us know. And we're mm-hmm. going to, we're, we've been plugging our friend, Aaron, you know, mm-hmm, he's, mm-hmm. he's into it. He's digging it. So yep, let us yep. know. Yeah. Yep. It'll be fun. Well, this has been great. Mm-hmm. I just love doing this so much with you. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you in a couple of hours because we have um, our first New Zealand yes. conversation that's going to happen. It's oh exciting. My oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, give us, if, if you listen to us on Apple or yes. any of the other places, like give us, you know, review us let us know Please. what we're doing that you enjoy what we could do better on that's right or simply like leave us a review and tell us how you got into category romance Agreed. or give us a book recommendation those help other category romance readers find yes. the podcast so it can be something like hey guys uh brie says like way too much <laughs> <laughs> or it can be, hey, if you haven't read Therese Bahari's book, you yada, know, yada, yada. name off something random, you need to read it. I mean, anything, it, it counts. And we yes. would greatly appreciate it. We mm-hmm. just, we want to make more friends. We want more friends in the knitting circle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Mm. And then coming eventually, coming soon, we have some shirts. <gasps> we have merch, kids. <laughs> We have some shirts. I showed it to my husband when I got mine. He's like, I'd wear you. <laughs> so I'd wear you. <laughs> He's so sweet. I know. <laughs> it's like the sweetest thing ever. But yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, that, we're hoping in the next few weeks or so, maybe, we're going to yeah. launch that. So stay tuned to our Instagram for that and the Twitter. Yeah. yeah. We're so excited. That'll definitely help us out because, I mean, if you don't know, mm-hmm. starting a podcast is kind of expensive. expensive. Just <laughs> we came out of pocket a, a lot of money to get started. So that's pretty much what this is for is to help fund next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would really, you know, we'd really appreciate it. So yeah, yeah. Well, have a lovely day, everybody. We hope that your October is amazing. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us what you're reading. Are you reading, you know, North American autumnal themed Mm -hmm. books for those of us on this side of the world if you're over in australia where sarah loves mills and boone is and it's Mm -hmm. spring what spring reads are you reading yeah exactly (laughs) we'd love to hear and Mm -hmm. who do we have coming up this weekend this weekend oh Oh. is heidi rice oh yes (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute no i take that back (laughs) she would have come out the wait yeah, we're right. We're right. What day is You're it today? Right. What is time? I'm tripping. It is it is Sunday. So this comes out Wednesday and Heidi Rice comes out Saturday. You are correct. Heidi Rice is going to be out on Saturday. Yay. And, and then, then next week is is another epic week. Is, is the following weekend Tracy? Tracy Douglas? Tracy Douglas like- is Saturday, but then we have a book chat. Yes. Next yes. Wednesday. With two rock queens. stars. Two queens. <laughs> it's going to be, we're reading a presents. We have some fun I may or may not have out. already read it. Brie needs to read it. <laughs> yeah, I have it on audio. A presents on audio, people. I didn't and know I did it. I did it on audio, too. It was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it existed. Um, and then we have, I mean, can we just say it? Our Please. 
holiday intrigue extravaganza. (laughs) We have a holiday intrigue special coming up with two authors um, Mm -hmm. that we're very excited about. So a lot of fun stuff coming. Thank you guys for the support and for hanging out with us and listening to us gush and fangirl and ask all types of questions Mm -hmm. about category romance. It's Mm -hmm. been a blast so far. So we'll talk to you guys in our next episode. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Bye everybody. Bye.